Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of ComicBookMovie.com. My name is James, junior editor at junior editor at that website, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host Nick Mason. It's a me, Maso. Very good. Thank you. You pre-planned that? No, it just came to me. Brilliant, then. Yeah, I know, right? If you pre-planned it, not worth it. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, but but just off the top of the dome, wow, genius. Yes, yeah, it sure is. Straight to the news, Mason. Yes. All right. You may have heard the uh, the Ant Man director has been decided upon. New Ant Man director. Okay. Hit me Ed- with it. Edward Edgar Wright left, as we know. We've talked about this yep. at length. Uh, Peyton Reed. You familiar with him? Nope. He uh, he did Yes Man with Jim Carrey, where Jim Carrey was like, "I'll say yes to everything. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. My career's not over." <laughs> He's alright. He does alright, right? He did uh, with uh, I Love You, Philip Morris, right? That was uh, a. He was in Kickass too. Oh yeah, he did. That's true. He, yeah, he, yeah. I mean, at, at this I haven't point, seen I Love You, Philip Morris. Neither have I, but I hear it's good. Yeah, yeah. Um, but he's you know he's got a billion dollars at this point, yeah, yeah. so it doesn't matter what oh, he's he does fine. Yeah, he's fine. Yeah. Right. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah. Like yeah, it was good. You know, mm. good on him. He also did the breakup with Jennifer Aniston and um, Vince Vaughn, where they broke up. He was in that, really. No, no, he directed it. Oh, wait. Oh. We're talking about the director here. So. Okay, not Jim Carrey. I was no, going to say, we're... where did Jim Carrey? Was he the wacky neighbor? <laughs> he was the wacky neighbor. Right. And he also did Bring It On. They're probably, they're all in my top five favorite films. You? Um, yeah, they're one, two, and three. They are. They? Yeah, you're right. Actually, that's a good point. Yeah. yeah. Look. And I've left the numbers four and five slots for the next two films he does. <laughs> so Ant-Man and whatever the next thing is. Jim Carrey builds an arc. Correct. Or whatever. No, they did that, didn't they? Yeah, yeah. With Steve Carell. Um, yeah, I mean, it's... It, mm. Bad, right? Uh, yeah, I don't want to say it's bad because none of those movies are bad from from memory. I mean, a lot of those movies aren't for me. Yeah, like Bring It On is not for me. Yes, Man was okay. I didn't really love it, and I, actually, I didn't mind the breakup. I thought it was okay. Uh huh. But yeah, none of those are even close to being a Marvel movie or a special effects movie no. or an action movie. I think this ties into what we were talking about last week, though. They've probably got everything lined up, ready to go. They're yes. like, this action scene's going to play out like this, this, and this. We're yeah, going to yeah. hit these beats and and whatever. It mm. might just be... I mean, something like Yes Man, you know, those kind of films. Yeah. Maybe it's just a case of they, you know, he's just a guy who the studio says, well, we need to do this, and he's like, I can get that done. Kind yeah, of thing. So that's maybe, right. Yeah, yeah, so maybe it's just like... Yeah, like you like you said, you know, we've got the camera operators and the cinematographers and the sets and the blah blah blah. Yep. And they just need a guy to say, "Okay, let's get it moving. <laughs> let's do it." Yeah, yeah. Break for lunch. Yep. All right. Um also, there's going to be some script involvement from Adam McKay, who of course, we talked about last week, yeah, yeah. turned it down, Anchorman and mm-hmm. and whatnot. So, it's not the it's not the most ideal situation. Absolutely not. I I'm hoping it's going to be really good, but even if it is really good, I'd still I'd still in the back of my mind I'm kind of like I wish I knew what Edgar Wright was going to do with that. Me too. Which we'll is never, yeah. which again is going to be a problem forever. That is on, it's only going to be it, the the problem will only go away for me like mm. that itch at the back of my mind if the movie comes out and then Edgar Wright says, "You know what? This is pretty much exactly what I would have done." Yeah. Like yep. It's a shame it didn't work out, but this was set up exactly how I wanted it, and it's played out exactly how I wanted it. Yeah. Otherwise, I'm just going to assume it's, it was a disaster. <laughs> cool. All right. Well, you know what? I was, was naive me, naive me to think this, but I somewhere you're very naive. You're a babe I, uh, in the woods. That's true. Somewhere inside me, I'm like, maybe they'll all in work guts. out, and they'll be like, Edgar Wright comes back. And they figure it out. I know, it's ridiculous. Yeah. You know what got me thinking that, though, because of the Dan Harmon community thing. I'm like, it happened one time in the history of Hollywood. Right. Maybe it can happen again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah. Mm. So there you go. 
That's we'll just that. be all we'll just be all at the bleachers, you know, and everybody it'll be raining and sad and just we just hear like a one slow clap <laughs> building up and then people would start going, Edgar, Edgar <laughs> and we see him walking slowly towards the the, the lot. The, the, you know. Uh, in an ideal world. Mm. If only And then he kicks the winning field goal. Right? Yep. Great. Movies. Touchdown. Touch up. No, down. Down. <laughs> yep, good. That's a different thing. Mm-hmm. All right. Um, we've got another Marvel film, though, Mason, that's been confirmed. Oh. Doctor Strange. Okay. Confirmed. With a director and all. Yeah, go ahead. Scott Derrickson. He directed <laughs> Yes Man. Co-directed, sorry. Yes Man. That the can't be. No, that's no, not true. no, none sorry. of those. He's oh. more of, he does a kind of a darker affair. Do you see Sinister with Ethan Hawke? Where he's like, this monster in the photos is coming to get me. And it was called Bagul. It was kind of creepy. Bagul. Yeah, because he like he there was all these family photos, and there's a and the spirit of whatever this creature is lives in the photos, and when you start noticing it, it, it starts to come into real life or something. It sounds like a very cheap like, like a like, rip off of a Japanese. Thing. Yeah, but also yeah, like like that that last wave of kind of the grudge or whatever, sure, or paranormal yeah. activity, like. The wave of really cheap. I would say it's it's a it's a touch it's a shade above those. Okay, all right. from what I've seen of it. Uh-huh, okay. Yeah, yeah. It's it's got some genuinely krilling, um, krilling and <laughs> chilling. It's covered moments. in krill. It's... You open it up and the DVD is just filled with krill. <laughs> My worst nightmare. Yeah. You also did um the day the Earth stood still for Keanu Reeves. Oh yeah, I remember that one. Yeah, that was okay. pretty uh nothing. I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he also did the exorcism of Emily Rose, which I didn't see, which no. apparently was an okay. I don't care for those exorcism films. No, but I mean that's Wouldn't got give a shit. This this does sort of give us some clues to where it's going to mm. go. Like it does. This doesn't sound like it's going to be Thor kind of magic, no. where it's technology. Yeah, and you know weird magic ray guns or whatever yeah, and yeah it's just technology that they believe you know it's indistinguishable from magic this sounds like it's going to be more of a kind of a gothic horror kind yeah, of yeah like creepy... a constantine kind of yeah thing, yeah okay. more along the lines of... but also he did a hellraiser inferno which i haven't seen well i don't I think that's it... probably the best of the hellraisers is it i don't know they're all probably exactly the same <laughs> sure right doesn't he go to space there is a Hellraiser in space. That's probably the best. They always there. go to space. They do. Jason X, he went to space. You gotta get you gotta get there eventually. Yeah. You know for Crocodile Dundee three. I'm listening. That was one of the pitched scripts for that was in space. Huh. How does that even work? I mean talk about your fish out of water scenarios. Absolutely, <laughs> yeah. He's uh yeah. I love how they're like the natural progression. Okay, we'll get him in this US mm-hmm. and then we'll get him into space. Like that's like the next That's the final frontier <laughs> sure. for Australians. I guess, certainly. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. No Australians ever been in a bloody space, mate. <laughs> Do you think our American listeners can distinguish between my regular accent and my Ocker? Outback Australian accent? I don't think people can distinguish between us, let so, alone yeah, okay, you're right. your variations of Australian accents. Uh-huh. I don't know. I think some people maybe. Okay. Can you t- distinguish different American accents? Sort of. Yeah. I mean, we know our New York accents. Of course, yes. Yeah. Uh, they've got some, some names floated, though, for the for this role. First yeah. of all, though, is there more room for like another arrogant genius billionaire who learns a lesson about being a hero? Uh, I'd say he's a millionaire at best. Good point. Uh, you got so, me. Yeah. So, so yes, it's probably fine. Yeah, he he learns a bit of humility. That's a really good point. Mm. I would say on the face of it, it's really if you didn't see if you didn't see the armor or the the cloak, it would be hard to distinguish Tony Stark and yeah. Stephen Strange in a lot sure. of cases. Yeah, you're gonna have to cast somebody obviously who looks kind of different. Yeah, they're gonna they be anyway. there's, there's yeah. gonna be um you're mm. right. They're both arrogant geniuses who suffer a loss and then have to rebuild. Yeah. with some humility. A lot of people like Spider Man, I guess, is that yeah, in yeah. a way. Um, but he's poor. Yeah, what a what a dickhead. <laughs> That's right. Okay, you have some, Got some names. options. Uh, okay. Jared Leto, 
He's back. I don't in like that. Way. You don't like him? Too baby faced? Uh, yeah. Did you like it when Brad, Brad Pitt knocked all his teeth out in Fight Club? Oh, yeah. Okay, good. good. Great. Tom Hardy? I guess he's back. Jared Leto's back because he was in Dallas Bias. Yeah, Club, exactly. Right? Which, I've got that. i got to watch it. Apparently, yeah, it's yeah. amazing. And he's amazing in that, right, particularly. Right. Um, Tom Hardy? Uh, okay. Yeah? I'm. Yeah, okay. If he can. I mean, if he's still got that Bane physique, no. <laughs> but I assume he's given up on that because it's been a couple of years. Yeah, yeah. I, it must be hard to slim down from that, though, right? Because you'd be all saggy. Like, yeah, that's it. If you take a look at modern-day Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, and I do. That's Though, it. there was some set photos of him released um, recently where he's the older Terminator. He looks quite good. He's got he's like a grey-haired Silver Fox Terminator. Wow. <laughs> so, yeah. but the last Old money Terminator. Mm. <laughs> the last he's got a yacht, the Terminator. <laughs> the last one was... Polo a- Club Terminator. <laughs> <laughs> this is my favourite, the last one, which means I probably won't go with it. I can, ne- I feel like I can never pick these casting choices. Yeah. Names float up and so often, nothing happens of it. That's Have you true, noticed yeah. that? Mm-hmm. Um, Benedict Cumberbatch. Uh, I don't know if I like it. Really? Yeah. Okay. I don't know, maybe it's just the... Is it the buffont? It's the buffont... <laughs> uh, he doesn't have a lot of contrast in his face. Okay, like yeah. he's all he's Fe- a bit. His face is a bit monochrome, featureless. He's a little feet. Yeah, I don't know. What, that's yeah. Yeah, he does kind of look like a tadpole with a wig. Yeah, a white tadpole. With a correct. Wig. Yeah. Uh, I don't yeah, know. I, I think know. he's kind of uh, seeing what he's done with Sherlock. I don't like any of those casting choices. Is basically what I'm saying. Okay, fair yeah, enough. Yeah. Well, back to the drawing board, Marvel. Mm. Get it together. But I'm kind. Yeah, the thing is, I'm kind of. I would be interested to see this sort of this gothic horror kind of direction. Yeah. But at the same time, I want to be him flying through crazy dimensions and shooting lasers out of his hands. I'm thinking that's where it's going. Good. Uh, I think they've slowly been building to this wacky space magical kind of thing. Great. And the phase three this is, by yeah, the way, yeah. obviously. It, that's where they're really going to explode this uh-huh. kind of situation, you know? Yeah, this whole situation. Especially because they're probably not... Well, at this point, there's no Iron Man 4, so... Mm, yeah. Mm. All right. More maybe, news. Yeah, maybe they'll just switch him out and... Make, <laughs> You know, well, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. Notices, I think really. it's kind of like uh, they don't know what, what the you know what they're going to do with Robert Downey Jr. in the in the future or whatever. There's rumors that he's going to be killed off in Age of Ultron and, okay. and whatever. Though so oh. I think he is in Avengers three. I think he's booked in for that. Uh-huh. So they need other people to carry it. And Chris Evans has clearly stepped up. I would say behind Robert Downey Jr. now he's the most yeah successful. Yeah, yeah. I and I, I guess you know storylines always have certain archetypes. You know the um, yeah. They call it the five man band. Like you've got, you know, you've got the hero Luke Skywalker. Uh, yeah. You've got the You got uh, the guy in the symbols. Yeah, you got the guy in the symbols, thank you. With in between his knees. Yep. But you've got like the Lancer who's like the, the rebellious second in command, Han Solo, and et cetera. Are you talking like Lance from Voltron? Lance from Voltron, thank you. Is that what is that refers to? Yeah, maybe. Good. Yeah. Uh and et cetera, et cetera. You yeah. know. You got the girl. You got the girl. <laughs> Yeah, who is okay. Hawkeye? Hawkeye's the girl. <laughs> That's right, because he's the only one with the. Uh, what, what did you say? He's got the he's female the, he's, costume. Yeah, he's got the exposed arms. Yeah, whatever. he he shows the most skin in the in the well the Hulk, but that doesn't count. No, yeah. That'd be, that's too much as a lady. <laughs> yeah, bad news. I feel like this is all bad news. The Doctor Strange. That's good news, right? Yes, it's, I wouldn't it's, even say no. Look, Ant Man's not bad news. It's, yeah. I would say it's news because mm. we knew they were going to replace it, whoever they picked, unless they were like, this is. Edgar Wright's identical twin brother. Yeah. Who's also a really good filmmaker. Yeah. Like, yeah. Anyway, sorry. Arkham. Sometimes they swap in and out. They've been doing it for years. <laughs> Crazy hijinks. No one's ever even noticed. Just like that just movie as... about wizards battling with Hugh Jackman. Wizard battle. Yeah, wizard battle, yeah. What's it called? The Prestige. Prestige. Yeah, okay, right. Spoiler be... alert for that really old film. Fuck it, who cares? Yeah, terrible. People love that movie. It falls apart at the cloning machine. Yeah, it really does, yeah. <laughs> All right. 
Arkham Knight. That's why I think they brought in David Bowie as Nikola Tesla. Because oh, they were like magic. No, but no, but more that this bit we know doesn't make any sense. Yeah, and it ruins it. But if we throw in David Bowie, people are like, "Oh, cool! It's David Bowie. He's great." <laughs> and they'll just we'll just gloss over it. We'll just let it let it ride. But uh, we didn't let it ride. No. no, there was that other one that at the same time with um the Illusionist, with yeah. Scarlett Johansson and Edward Norton. Yeah, was it Scarlett Johansson? No, she was in the Prestige. It was Jessica Biel. You're right. Catch <laughs> you, bloody magical <laughs> mid two thousands movies in, in order, Mason. I'm very sorry. Yeah. Uh, Arkham Knight. Yep. Much anticipated Arkham game. Um, it's been delayed till 2015. Isn't that a bad sign? No, it's a good sign. Generally. In video games, it's a good sign. For example, Jupiter Ascending, which was due out July, the next mm. Wachowski failure. <laughs> that say, looks good. So, yeah, yeah, look, I look. It, it, sure, it probably will be. Having or, recently seen the trailer, yeah. While I, before I watched Edge of Tomorrow, or did I? Yeah. Uh, it looked uh, looked really good. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Look, I'm okay with it, but I think they're worried it's going to like John Carter. Because in, in a sea of familiar properties, then you've yeah. got... You're right. It's an original property. It's not based on a comic book. It's not based on a TV yeah. series. It's not based on a book. It's not a remake. It's been too long since Wachowskis have had, had a hit. Yeah, yeah. Well, the Matrix 3, which That's true. if you'd even consider that a hit, which yeah, yeah. I do not. Mm. Yeah, because then it's Speed Racer and yeah, bloody... Yeah. But I mean, the Matrix came out of nowhere. Yeah. They can they can strike gold twice. I'm not like, saying they yeah, can't, but yeah. if it's being pushed back to February, yeah, yeah. that is not a good month no. for movies. Mm. All right. So that's all I'm saying. Especially when it looks that it looks very expensive. I don't see I, I would I would argue that pushing back a video game is not necessarily a good sign. Really? Like Watch Dogs, which has just come out. Oh yeah. That was originally gonna be a I think a third or fourth quarter twenty thirteen game. And that okay. that was pushed back to now, like end of May now, twenty fourteen. Yeah. And the reviews of that it's kind of okay. Yeah, people like it. Yeah, people are like, well, it's fine, you know. It's kind of like Grand Theft Auto with a hacking phone. Yeah, yeah, it, yeah. It's, it's Grand Theft Auto, but instead of driving around all the time, you're looking at your phone all the time. <laughs> so it's life. It's life. It's, yeah, <laughs> it's a simulation of life. It's a next-gen simulation of life. Great. Yeah, look, at Watch Dogs for me, it's, it's not something that's going to make me buy one of those next-gen. No, I'll buy, them. I'll buy it on previous-gen, I yeah, think. Yeah, that's it, if I do at all. Yeah, well, yeah. that Batman was going to be the reason I was going to buy a PS4, so now I'm just going to wait, wait that out. And it'll be yeah, they'll so, be it'll be cheap again, even cheaper. Yeah, I'm playing so I don't even play video games at the moment. I feel like I feel I feel like I've played everything. Like I see Watch Dogs, I'm like that looks you know looks pretty good, but I feel like I've played that every shooter that comes out, I've played it. Yeah, with the exception of like there's a lot of indie games I know that doesn't all fall into this, but I don't play a lot of those games. I would say ninety percent of the games I play are kind of third person sandbox shooters. Yeah, sure. So I've. <laughs> And I do, but and I'm and I'm like, ooh, there's new new characters. Oh, I wonder how the guns handle, whatever. Yeah. And then after a while, I'm I get maybe half to two thirds of the way through the game, and I'm like, I get it, it's fine, <laughs> I understand. And it really was just a new skin over the same stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I think people are people. I think people are feeling that maybe with Watch Dogs, like, yeah, it's you know, it's Grand Theft Auto ish. Yep. And it's got a packing mechanic to it. Yep. And like it's solid, it. solid yeah, mechanics yeah. and whatever, but uh-huh. you know. It is what it is. Now, Mason, I wanted to just briefly address Game of Thrones. Okay. <laughs> there was a big Game of Thrones thing that happened during the week, uh-huh. and I wanted to talk about it. Yes. Obviously knowing that you haven't watched Game of Thrones yet. Right, yep. But I just wanted to say, you're a dickhead, and you should watch Game of Thrones, because I want to talk about right, Game of Thrones. Right, because you texted me <laughs> late last week. Unreasonably. <laughs> no, it's not unreasonable, but you said, hey, having known that I'm three episodes in a season one of Game of Thrones, you said, hey... Can you watch all of Game of Thrones in two weeks? And I worked it out. I would have had to watch three episodes a day 
for two weeks. Yep. Right. We, I don't. I can't watch three episodes a day of something that I like. Not that like I mash. Yeah, like mash exactly. <laughs> Still working your way through mash. <laughs> oh boy. Eleven. Seasons. Oh, when it gets when it gets serious at the ends of every episode, there's no laugh track in the in the in the surgery. No, you know there's what I mean? not. But yeah, and if I skip a day, I've got to watch six episodes. I a day. agree. That's, I totally agree. Yeah, I'll get to it. I'll start at some point. Because when the season ends in two weeks, yeah, I was hoping to episode. I'm just bringing this up to say I should have let you know many weeks <laughs> months ago. And months, months and months ago. Months and months ago. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I don't understand why. But I not- mean, who knew that crazy revelations were going to happen in Game of Thrones? I did, and I even watched it. <laughs> I know that that's what happens in that show. <laughs> Maybe tweet at Mason and tell him to watch that. Don't do that. Leave him alone. <laughs> or, or we could do an episode where I leave the room and you just talk to yourself. Uh, anyway, something, something, Game of Thrones, something. Did you have good. news there? Or that's nah, what no, no, I just wanted to be like, right. I want to talk about Game of Thrones, but I can't. Hey, folks, just uh, email James and uh, <laughs> give him your thoughts on Game of Thrones and he'll email back because he's desperate to talk to people about it, apparently. <laughs> it's so, it's Everybody loves Game of Thrones, though. Yeah. You people at your work and that, they're all like talking yeah, about I'm it. Not, I'm, not, I'm not against Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. It's just that I, it's hard to interact with people about Game of Thrones if you haven't watched any. And I know it's good. Yeah. Like I've seen, look, I know everybody's great on it. And there's dragons, and there's the lady with the white hair, and she wears lots of nice dresses. Like, I know that much. A lot of nice dresses. Yeah. Um, it's like the Star Wars prequels. Yeah, yeah. Lots. But Look, it's it's probably the best show, or one of the best shows on television at the mm. moment. And if you're watching, like, Orphan Black, which is fine, just swap that out for Game of Thrones. All right, fine. So I'm God. saying. Don't be yeah. watching Orphan Black. It's a good it's, show. It's all right. How dare you? <laughs> I'm up to date. Yep. It was in our What Are We Reading? Yeah, it was, yeah. That's no, all right. Mason, we've got some more. We did an episode last week on Star Wars spin-offs. Very popular episode. People enjoyed the Star Wars. Great. Who would have thought that one of the most successful franchises of all time? Would have fans. <laughs> yeah. Weird, right? Yeah. Really weird. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, they announced another director for another spin-off movie. Hit me with it. Is it somebody we know? If this is somebody whose name I don't recognize... <laughs> I'm smashing this whole operation right now. Because <laughs> okay. I'm sick of these. I'm sick of you being like, oh, there's a new director announced for Doctor Strange. And I'm like, who is it? And you're like, it's Johnny Smithton. And I'm like, who is? No. You're, it's not a real person. You're just making words up. Should I say the person and this, the thing that they're most known for? Yes. Okay. I think we just know this guy, Josh Trank. He invented the tranquilizer gun, yeah. <laughs> he did. Yeah. Yes. Weird Refresh choice. my memory. What did Josh Trank Chronicle. Do? I swear we have this conversation yeah, every time. Yeah. Every time I say Josh Trank and you say who, and I yeah. say Chronicle and you go, haven't seen it. Yep. And I go, Correct. I know. You haven't given me a chance. Maybe I have seen it in the interim. <laughs> go ahead. Have you seen it? No. <laughs> it's good. Um, I know. You say that every time. <laughs> now that I remember this conversation that we have every time. What's he done besides that? That's it. Oh, he's okay. going to do... Um, oh, there's something he's doing in between. He's doing Fantastic Four. That's oh, right. Yeah. Okay. We do talk about this guy a lot, oh, actually. Constantly, yeah. Draven C. Do you, th- do you feel I should get some sort of Josh Trank tattoo on my body, like in Memento? <laughs> yes. So every time you're like, Josh Trank, I'm like, I remember that. And I can look at it and be like, oh, Josh Trank. Chronicle. Chronicle. Haven't seen it. <laughs> haven't seen it, right. Haven't seen it underneath. And then I can tape a copy of the Chronicle DVD. No, I can tape a USB to my arm and it's got Chronicle on it and then I can watch it. Brilliant. Um, Draven C wrote in, friend of the show. He said, do you guys really feel like these directors? So we've got Josh Trank. We've got the guy who... Wait, did... who's Josh Trank? <laughs> we got the guy... <laughs> we, got... <laughs> we got the guy who did Chronicle. Yeah. Oh, not Chronicle. Um, Godzilla. What's his yep. name? Far out, man. We just did an episode on that. Doesn't matter. Him. Yeah, him. Dustin Diamond. Let's call it. So it's him. He goes, do you really feel like these are the best directors we can get? 
Like he's he's saying that then I'm, I'm assuming he's alluding to they're not that proven as right, of right. so far, which I guess is true. Josh uh-huh. Trank has only done Chronicle, which yep. is a found footage superhero movie. Sure, sure. That is it. Yep. Though he did do a Star Wars kind of found footage short film a few years ago. Yeah, okay. Um, which I which I watch. It's okay. It's like a house party mixed with kind of Star Wars and stuff. Okay, interesting. It's all right. And obviously the guy, the other guy I mentioned did Godzilla, which yep. some people enjoyed, some people didn't. And Rodzilla is his Rodzilla name. Rodney Zilla. Yeah, but I mean, I see this as, I hear those names though and I go, well, no, they're not exactly proven, but I'd rather get them than like, even like Spielberg, be like, yeah. Spielberg's doing it. Spielberg's fine, he's great, whatever, but I'd rather see somebody with a newer vision and whatever do something like this. Yeah, I think, yeah, talking about it, are these the best names we can get? Mm. I think probably yes. I mean, you talk about, yeah, Spielberg. Mm. Spielberg or maybe James Cameron or something like that. Yeah. Like, if you talk about the biggest names in Hollywood, yeah, they're probably not going to take on something that they haven't had a huge hand in creating, no. probably. Like, James... like the, those... James Cameron didn't grow up on Star Wars movies. Yeah, yeah. You know, he was a man before this came out. Right, These right. guys have. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. they but and they, they want to create their own thing, like Avatar or whatever. Yeah. They, they don't want to be beholden to somebody else's ideas. Yeah. Like, especially, you know, superhero stuff or whatever. Yeah. They, they probably don't think it's beneath them, but they'd be like, well, haven't I put my own spin on that? And it's yeah. probably not going to be... You know, they they'd want Spielberg might want to have layers of meaning and me- themes and metaphors, father son, father son stuff or whatever. And Reese's pieces, Reese's pieces. <laughs> he'd want to he'd want to turn all the repulsor rays and Thor's hammers into walkie talkies, <laughs> but it's not gonna. But and the stu- Marvel Studios, I would assume, don't want that. Yeah, they want to be like, well, here's the characters. They have certain characteristics we want them to. You mean Lucasfilm? Yes. Or just mean in general, any yes. property? In yeah, general. yeah, yeah. So go on. Yeah, and and you know we just want to we just want them to run with the characters and have them be consistent so we can sell action figures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, cool. Mm. So Draven Mason yes. thinks you're wrong. Wow, does he say that or is he asking? <laughs> no, he just question? said. No, he's just like, do you feel like that's the best we can get? Pretty much. So yeah, yeah, and I don't see that as a negative. Yeah, yeah, I, I, I'm I'm with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think in many ways we do need some people who, you know, they've got they've got good ideas in terms of cinematography or special effects or action set pieces or whatever. Yeah. But who will who will who will work inside the sandbox sort of yep. thing. Yeah. Sure. Hmm. Good point, Mason. Thank you. You've nailed it. Second time I've said sandbox today in two different contexts. <laughs> I hate sandboxes. They're weird and gross. Yeah. Stay out of them. Yeah. Kids, everybody. Mm-hmm. Cat shit in them as well. Yeah, that's right. Alright, so important public service announcement there, guys. <laughs> when picking a commerce platform for your business, you got two choices. Oh this piece of Mother or sales. I definitely prefer, don't you? Because that's a sound you'll hear when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that's supercharging your selling wherever you sell, online, in person, on social media, and beyond. Shopify is the best all-in-one commerce platform capable of handling your business's complexity no matter how big you grow. Step up to Shopify and harness the best converting checkout and the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. For example, Ruggable, NYX, Magnolia, Cotton, and so many more. Now you're probably thinking, sure, but migrating is going to be a headache. The Shopify app store has the migration apps that you need to migrate your products, orders, customers, and more from every e-commerce platform to Shopify. And maybe you're one of those people who are like, hey, don't put me in a box. 
I don't want to be in this box, either metaphorically or for real. Thankfully, Shopify never will, because with Shopify, you can control your brand and business from your storefront look to your back office operations. You know what's really annoying when you're checking out from an online store and you have to put in all your payment details and all sorts of numbers and letters and whatnot? Well, with the Shopify store, they actually remember my shipping address or your shipping address if you were using yours, plus the payment information. So say if I'm on the couch and my wallet is in the kitchen, I didn't even have to get up, which is my favorite thing. Stop leaving sales on the table, switch your business to Shopify and discover why millions trust Shopify as their all-in-one commerce platform to build, grow and run their business. So sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash weekly planet or lowercase. That's one month for just $1 at shopify.com slash weekly planet. Shopify.com slash weekly planet. Cha-ching sound effects. We're here to talk about this week, Mason. Yep. Edge of Tomorrow. There we go. You I, had to think about it. I had to yeah. ask you before the show. I was, about, it was, I was called, typing yeah. it up, but I was like, what was, what was it like? It's the, the man from the past. Because it's a terrible title. Let's talk about that. And yeah. we have talked about it before, but it is a terrible title. Yeah. It was based on a, some sort of Japanese... It says light novel. Yeah. Does that All mean You Need Is Kill? All You Need Is Kill, which is quite a good title, yeah. but every time I hear it, I go, All You Need Is Kill. Bang, 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 bang. Great. What's a light novel? Is that like a manga or is it like an actual novel? I'm assuming it's like a no, like a shortish kind of novella okay, kind right. of thing. Right, is that cool. a novella? Yeah, probably. Know. Yeah, yeah. But the original, the one of the proposed titles apparently was Live, Die, Repeat. Which is... Which is on the, the tagline. Yeah. Line, which is much better, right? I agree. It gives you, an, it gives you an, like a, a sense of what the movie is about, right? Yeah. And well, I mean, Edge of Tomorrow... When you think about it, he is conti- the, the, the character he's on is, the edge he's constantly on the edge of tomorrow. But yeah. it, it doesn't. It could be any film. You're ever. right. And you know what though? Somebody made this point a few weeks ago. They write. They wrote in. We're getting like Age of Ultron. Yep. Rise of whatever. Do you know oh, what I mean? Like it's always. Yeah. What's that Transformers one called? A Age of Extinction. Yeah, exactly. Do you think this is a push? From the big of lobby, yeah. Hollywood's big of lobby. <laughs> like you know, all, all the words have have lobbies, and Ov's got a whole bunch of money behind it. And they're like, let's let's get Ov into some stuff. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pricks. So terrible title. This is a shame. Yeah. Well, yeah. look. It, speaking of, like speaking of Ov. Ov. They've gotten to you too, you <laughs> son of a bitch. This used to be about the podcasting or whatever we do here. <laughs> whatever vague format we loosely yeah. stick to. Um, it's opened third. Behind the fault in our stars, yeah, the, the, where Shailene Woodley has cancer or whatever. Okay, yep. Um, it's and, hard to beat that. Yeah, most of the time it, yeah. you can't. And uh, Maleficent. Oh yeah, okay. Which was carried over from last week. It's going to make they say they'd be lucky to make an estimated thirty mil. I'm surprised that it um, hmm. that's not doing that good. But it, considering that competition, it, it does yeah, make yeah. sense. To put it in perspective, last year Oblivion made thirty-seven million. Oh, this is U.S. domestic, by the right, way. Right. Oblivion made thirty-seven million in its mm-hmm. first week with very little competition. Yeah, yeah. So, does mm. this feel like competition, though? I mean, I to me there is no there is no choice between Edge of Tomorrow and Maleficent and Fault in Our Stars, Cancer, something, something. No, but if you if you're say going to the movies, right? You would see that Tom Cruise movie because it's completely inoffensive and you're like, oh, I get this. This is kind of right, safe. Right. It's a safe choice if those other two weren't there. Right. Just with those options. You you're saying of... they're all safe choices? No, I'm saying they split demographics. That's right, what they okay. do. So you get the younger crowd in particular, um, young women going to Mal- right, Maleficent right. and Fault in the Stars. Uh-huh. And, even, uh, and even guys would probably go see Maleficent because it's got action and witches and shit. I don't Dragons know. Dragons and stuff. Whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. 
I have no interest in that. Like, but though, the, like, The Fault in Our Stars, I actually started reading that earlier this week. I thought, mm-hmm. oh, what's it all about or whatever? It's a fine book and, and all that. I like to, you know, try different, not just comics every sure, now and then. Absolutely, yeah. But it's not, it's not for me. Do you know what I mean? Because right, yeah. I'm not a 16 year old girl, you know. Hmm. Yeah. Thank Christ. <laughs> but, you know. Yeah. You know, different audiences. So okay, it, yeah. he's so taken a bit not, of so a it's hit. It's not doing that great. No. Well, it was predicted to bomb. I don't think it's going to. Interesting. I don't think it's going to bomb, but, um. Well. It's okay, right? Like, it's yeah. a, it's, what did you think of it? I bearing in mind that you also were baiting me whether or not you'd actually. Well, seen here's it. the thing, and you don't know yet. <laughs> See, uh, for those for those new listeners, uh, you know there are certain there are certain like big name films that I'm that I will see. Like an Avengers movie comes out, I'll see an Avengers movie. Yeah. But these are some little films that make you know little very little impact on the kind of the. The entertainment landscape, or like the, like your three hundred Rise of an Empire. Yeah, exactly. They're not they're not required viewing for some sort of larger movie continuity or anything like that. Ultimately, it doesn't matter if I've seen them or not. <laughs> and my question, my my test to myself is: one day James is going to ask me to review one of these films, and I'm just not going to see it. And I'm going to see how long I can go in the podcast without him noticing that I haven't seen it. Like I'm just going to bluff my way through. And, and and see if he picks up on it. Yeah, so yeah. maybe I've seen this one, maybe I haven't. I actually, I, I, part of me also thought, what if I don't see it? Right. <laughs> wow. the switch. But then imagine wow. this whole conversation. Elaborate double bluff. If we were both just talking about this movie that we, ne- we, we ne- haven't seen. seen. Yeah. Okay, no, that's... Oh, that'd be so good. <laughs> that would be. That would... No, but no, I did see everyone it. Everyone would stop listening. Yeah, me too. I did too. Shut up! <laughs> He's winking! Yep. But, um... Okay, let's talk about yeah, it. Yeah, what did you think of it if you saw it? Yeah, I, I think I was mentioning this to you earlier. I knew I was going to have to review this, mm. and I realised that having even having done this for several months, I've never I don't know how to review something. <laughs> yeah. So I looked up some reviews of the film. Okay, and it's people are divided on it. Some people are saying, "Well, this is this is reinvigorated Tom Cruise's. This is what the role he's born to play, and this is amazing, and blah blah blah." Sure. And some people are like, "Boy, Tom Cruise really needs to pick better roles because he's just just phoning them in, just picking these lacklustre blah blah blah." Even if you think this is a lackluster movie, which I don't think it is, I think yep. it's I think it's okay. He puts it, he puts it all into this kind yeah. of stuff physically. At yeah, least, yeah. Anyway. I, look, I think it was very watchable. Yeah, I think it was entertaining. I'm I'm not sure if I've ever I'd ever go back to it. Okay, yeah. Um, um this is where you give your score. You go like B plus because we're, you, we're doing do a proper here. review now. Oh yeah, you're a proper no, movie. No, that's not really. I didn't I didn't write any notes down or anything. <laughs> I thought about it. Maybe next time I'll do it. But nah, this time I'm just don't do it. it again. Why mess with whatever think, formula yeah, we have? I th- yeah, I think that the uh, the two leads are very charming. Yep. I think they uh, chemistry is good. What what chemistry they have? Yeah, what chemistry they're capable of having. Well, that's it, and that and that's uh, that's more down to him. I would say with Tom Cruise, it's kind of a staple of him. Is he's very forced in his chemistry. He comes across as forced to me, and he's got this kind of weird dead eyed intensity. Right, but I think that worked in this film because he's. His character is sort of this. He's a he's a, ma- a career major in the army. But yeah. He's, but he's the PR major. Yeah. He's a and smug, he's, smooth. He's a smug kinda. guy, and he's smooth, and like he's not he's not necessarily genuine to anyone he meets. And I think that's yeah sort of, that worked well. I yeah, thought. I I completely agree. It's like this movie was built for him. Mason. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Look, we're, like we do every week, we're not going to do spoilers to start with because. Uh-huh. But it's one of those movies. If you've seen the trailer, you know the premise. Where basically every time he dies, he comes back and he gets to relive the day. Yeah. That is in the trailers. But we'll, we'll talk yeah, about this. He's a man who's not, has avoided combat his whole life. He's forced into this, yeah. he's drafted in this combat situation against this alien force that's invaded Earth. He dies and then he keeps coming back. Yep. And he sort of has to figure out why and, you know, live. 
essentially. If we were a proper review show, I'd say, and here's a clip. Yeah. And then there'd be a clip. Oh, we could do that. Just audio. Just audio from the trailer. People be, do that all I the know, time. right? On yeah. the radio especially, you hear that. Yeah. It's weird because just watch it on YouTube just now. Explain watch it. it on your phone immediately. It's fine. <laughs> that's what it should do. It, that's what we should say. Watch it on your phone, assholes. if you yeah. have <laughs> that's right. Oh, that should be our catchphrase. <laughs> watch it on your phone, assholes. <laughs> Pretty good. Okay, we'll remember that for the next week. Yeah, though, in terms of the premise, and again, I, I've mentioned this, I think, before, that... I like the idea in a sci-fi or a fantasy film that there's one weird thing. Yeah. Like you can have time travel or you can have people with telekinesis, but you shouldn't have both yeah. because then it's terrible. Because it's Looper. Because it's Looper and it's terrible. And, and you, like, it's, you know, it makes you feel like there is inconsistencies with one part of the plot. And yeah. they're like, well, we'll just give them telekinesis and it'll be fine and it'll sort everything out. And it, it, I always think it's... Are you talking unless it's like a full-blown like magical fantasy? Yeah, Harry it's Potter like the thing. Marvel universe where you can have magic and you know super soldiers and yeah. whatever all together because it's just taken as given that the world is super weird. But you're talking if you've got a sci-fi movie set in the real world, you pick one element, yep. mm-hmm. and you stick to it, like yeah. Terminator's time travel and robots, I guess. But, That's fine. Yeah. But yeah, like um, but in this one sort of has two, and when going into this, I'm like, well, it's gonna be. There's time. There's this time loop thing, yeah. and there's sort of Starship Troopers esque yep, powered sure. armor. But I didn't think, I didn't think the powered armor was that much of a plot point. I don't no. think it ruined it. I think it was just. I think that was largely incidental. Yeah. I thought you could have just had them as soldiers, and it would have worked fine. And that's mostly what it was. Yeah. Like they, that was an excuse for you know, do people have guns? Howitzers come out of the back and blow some stuff up, and it looked pretty impressive. Yeah. But it didn't. It didn't overwhelm. Them. It, ju- it just kind of felt like they'd kind of modernized D Day, pretty much. Yeah, it kind felt of, like yeah. the kind of Saving Private Ryan. Yeah, you, you sort of could. Future, yeah, you of. could have said it. You could have said it in World War II. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah. yeah, just against the Germans and something, something time loop, something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hitler. But yeah, I I thought that the premise worked. And again, it's not. It doesn't. It's a premise that doesn't really make sense. No. But they've built a rule and they've applied the rule. Yes. So Tom Cruise acquires this ability. This keeps happening unless X, yeah. you know, which we will talk about in the spoilers. Yep. Yeah, yeah. And then, you know, and and that that was stuck to and applied to and it worked. So sure. I'm fine with the, yeah, the premise. Okay. Yeah. For me, I was really happy. Uh-huh. You get a Tom Cruise running scene five yep. minutes in. It's yes. very early. Yeah, <laughs> like, absolutely. Yeah. That's not a spoiler, right? No, we know he's going to run. Yeah, that's right. Do you feel like that it had all the classic Cruise tropes? Muppet Run? Right. Yep, Muppet Rum, sure. Uh-huh. Motorcycles. Mate, yeah, he's on there motorcycle. was a motorcycle. Yeah, there was a motorcycle. He gets to ride, ride yeah, a motorcycle. Force yeah, force do all those other things. Could you tell that Tom Cruise thing again? Because you t- sold it in an early yeah. episode. Uh, but again, I don't think the I, I felt he was quite like a good pre- a good presence in the film. I agree. I didn't feel I, I too Tom, yeah. I like Tom Cruise. You know, you, you expect certain things from him and he yeah. delivers them. Yeah, like, yeah. I would never say that I've seen him a movie where he's, he's bad in it. He's, he's watchable. He's very watchable, yeah. even though he's a weird kind of... Space priest or something yeah, exactly, in real yeah. life or whatever. Yeah. But anyway, um, so I I heard this somewhere or other. Yeah. Regarding Tom Cruise and motorcycles, apparently what happens sometimes is he'll he needs to go to a movie studio for a meeting or what have you. Yeah. And he'll drive up on his motorcycle. He park his motorcycle. He's very cool. He gets off. He goes into the building to sit, do his meeting. Whips off his Ray Bans. Whips off his Ray Bans. <laughs> you know he does. Uh, and then he's got like in a 
like he's followed closely behind by a van and it's got like maybe his management or you know minders or security or Scientology people or whatever in it yeah. and somebody gets out of the van they get on the motorcycle they walk it around and reverse it so when he comes out of the meeting he can just get on the motorcycle and drive forward straight out he doesn't have to back it out <laughs> And, you know, be kind of all Because that's an awkward situation. It's a real so, awkward turnaround. So you can, so can just get out of the meeting, get on the motorcycle, cruise on out of there. You know it. Out. Yeah. What a legend. I know, right? What a bloody legend. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, you're, you're obviously... You're a Tom Cruise fan then, right? Not a fan, but, like, you're not one of the people who are against Tom Cruise. No, obviously. I will... I will watch... Like, it's it's very rare for me to see a Tom Cruise film and not enjoy it, I yeah. think. Yeah, I don't know. It's kind of nailed this kind of semi kind of futuristic sci-fi kind of genre. He's kind of he's like those past few years. You look at the movies he's made, like Oblivion and Day After Tomorrow and Minority Report and this kind of thing. They've all got a specific kind of feel, Mm -hmm. and I feel like this kind of thing is perfect for him in that way. But also, if you hate him, you get to watch him die again and again. (laughs) Absolutely. If you like him, well, good. You you like him. I I think in a lot of cases as well. If you watch, if any time I watch a Tom Cruise movie. And it's bad. Mm. It's not necessarily anything he's done in it. Like Mission Impossible yeah. Two yeah. is a bad film, but it's because they took the John Woo formula and they micromanaged it to within an inch of its life, so it didn't feel kind of dynamic or interesting anymore. Yeah. Right? He was fine in that. Yeah, film. he was yeah. exactly. He did it, everything that he did in the first one, except he yeah. had sweet hair. Sweet hair, so much sweeter hair. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> For me, I th- felt like it was it was structured like a you'd play like you play a video game. Yeah. Where you get to a point, you die, you go back to a checkpoint. Yeah, yeah. And um. But the, the, uh, with the difference being in the video game, normally the check, checkpoints are a little more forgiving, and yes. this one sets him right back to the start <laughs> yeah, yeah. of the day. If you played this as a video game, you would be incredibly frustrated. Oh, yeah. You would give it, a, you would give it a zero, right? And you'd have to go and yeah, walk down and meet everybody again every yeah, day. Yeah. But I also a like, lot of unskippable cutscenes. <laughs> exactly, it's like a fucking Metal Gear game. Yeah, don't hate them. Stories <laughs> are bullshit. Please don't send, email send me. Send him emails. Yeah, I started Metal Gear on Metal Gear Four, as you know, Metal yep. Gear Solid Four, and I was just instantly like, "What the fuck is happening?" Right, <laughs> great gameplay. Mm, yep. I have no idea what happened. Irrelevant. The yeah. last cutscene was also forty minutes. Absolutely, that is unacceptable. Absolutely, yeah, <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, it just had a series of checkpoints and then kind of like a boss battle. That was yeah, pretty yeah. much pretty much how how it came about. And I liked that there was some humor also that came with the situation. Uh-huh. Him anticipating what people would kind of do. You know, it took that kind of that Groundhog Day-esque kind of yeah. the advantage that you would have over people right, right, and right. then to use that. And also, obviously, the multiple deaths that he had. Right, right. Some, some of which were played for laughs. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Like yeah, the, I mean, it's, the truck it's, it's, one. Yeah, was, we can say a couple of these sure, think, yeah, that are yeah. relevant to the plot. At one point, he sort of attempts to escape like a drill line of people doing push-ups by rolling That's under a, a trailer truck. as well. Is, and then yeah. he rolls under a truck and the first couple of times he does it, he's hit by the truck and he's killed. <laughs> right? But he, but he, again, he's sort of figured, well, I've got unlimited lives here. I can just Who keep trying this until it works. Uh, and again, in the trailer, uh, and we haven't talked about Emily Blunt yet, but we should. Sure. Um, you know, she, he, he's training. And he breaks his leg and she just shoots him. Yeah. yeah that's kind of, you know, because where's the harm? Yeah, well, that's exactly it. Mm. Was he... I'd imagine if this was, say, a real scenario, right? Would that have been exhausting that every time you, you wouldn't even really get sleep, would you? Because you'd just snap back. Yeah, that's back. a good point, actually. So yeah. you just be, and then you're back straight away. So well, you, I don't know. Maybe they should have added a line where he's like, oh, I feel like I've had a good eight hours. <laughs> I'd imagine he would be as rested as he was... When he woke up. When he woke up the good first point. time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What was I going to say? So yeah, I would say, having read some of these reviews, a lot of people would have said this was kind of Groundhog Day crossed with Starship Troops. Yes, sure. I don't think. I think it's better than that. I think it's... Yeah. Better than those movies? Yes. Better than Groundhog Day? 
Groundhog Day is pretty great, actually. No, I mean it, that it's better than how that sounds. Oh, okay, like, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. It's so yeah. A lot of time when people say, "Oh, it's it's this and this just mashed together," but you're saying yeah, yeah. it's that, but it's a, it, the common. The sum of its parts are bit bigger yeah, yeah, than yeah, yeah. than that particular thing. You know what else I liked about it? Mm-hmm. The explosions. Maybe it was just a cinema that I was in that oh. weren't obnoxious and ear piercing. Yeah, I find a lot of time I'm just like. It really kind of like you don't need to make them like that. Maybe uh-huh. it's, that's just me getting older. Right, right, yeah. But I felt like there wasn't. If it's too loud, you're too old, brother. That's that's what they say. <laughs> but yeah, I also liked that when they did kick it back to the start of the day. I thought, are they really going to make us watch this day through again and again? But it was well edited. It was, it was quite well edited. Exactly. So if he died, and then the next time it would pick up exactly where he was then. So he'd done all those things leading up to that point again. Yeah, it was very, it was, it was edited very well to the point where you know the first couple of times it happens, you know he's repeating the day, but you're not exhausted by him by watching him yeah. repeat the day. Yeah, because he's baffled by it, and there's something amusing yeah, yeah. and interesting in watching him. Yeah, yeah. Try to figure out what mm-hmm. what exactly is going on. Yeah, yeah. The cast, though, we talked briefly about Emily Blunt. Yep, she's great, right? She's great in it. Yeah. What mm-hmm. a bloody legend. What a bloody legend. Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Um, do you feel? And some people said that. May, she she falls into the background as the movie progresses. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I'll say th- it's weird. I thought they were building to. You know, what? I'm going to save this to spoilers. Don't okay, worry cool. about it. All right, hold on to it. Yep, I'm just going to write it down because I'll forget. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Sorry. Come back to that. But yeah, I felt that in a way, and I felt they were building somewhere with that character, which that then didn't get to. But I'll talk about. You're that You're probably later. right. Yeah. But she she's never really kind of done an actiony kind of thing before. She's done like that one where Matt Damon runs through doors and wears hats. Matt Damon door runner. <laughs> yeah. Yep. You know where there's angels or something? Oh, the Adjustment Bureau. Yeah, people thought Didn't it was like Inception or whatever. Uh-huh. It's okay, it's fine. Okay. Um, and she was in Looper, of course. Right. And she can't swing an axe for shit, I'll tell you that <laughs> yeah. much. But she's fine in those things, but this is her first kind of big, big action yeah, role, Yeah, yeah, with say. action set pieces. Well, and she, was, like she was going to be Black Widow as well. That oh, yeah. Was, that was okay. lined up to be to be that. But I thought she was really, really good. Mm. And I liked the, the international cast because yeah. the film was set in Europe. You had your, your smattering of Americans or whatever, but you had a, people from all around the world. We had Australia's own Kit Gurry. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> uh, star of Garage Days, Australian film That's from 2002, it. which is not good. Not good. Uh, but he's, What's you know, the ending of that movie again? The struggling rock band? What happens? The struggling happens? rock band, one of the members wins the lottery and they're not struggling anymore. Uh, who else was in it? Noah Taylor, Australia's own Noah Taylor, Great. who I've seen. Game of Thrones. Game of Thrones is in. He was recently in the double, which I found is very. I haven't un- seen that. Very unsatisfying film, I thought. Oh, really? A going experience, but we're not here to talk about that. It's so. weird though. We've got the double and the one where Jake Gyllenhaal has a double. Really? Yeah. There's another one where Ooh. it's like two Jake Gyllenhaals. Huh. Maybe it's just Source Code Two. Now there's two Jake Gyllenhaals. <laughs> one of them's played by Tobey Maguire. Ooh. <laughs> Can't remember what it's called. Yep. Brendan Gleeson's great. Yep. Mm-hmm. Not into that much, but he's good, right? Yeah, yeah. Donham's Gleason's father. You know, the guy who recently got cast in Star Wars from about time. Oh, right, okay. Yeah, yeah. Sure. I think that's... Oh, Bill Paxton. Yeah, yeah. Can't go past Bill Paxton. You know what? The first couple of seconds of that film, I'm like, you know, Paxton's... It's a bit weird, Paxton's in a sci-fi film. Then I'm like, no, he was Hicks in Aliens. He's been in many sci-fi yeah, films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Plus, he was in Agents of you Shield. You know why? He's a chameleon. That's and why. he's in bloody Terminator as well. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I'm not saying with the correct thought to have. I'm saying I'm an idiot. Was he in the Abyss? Probably, yeah. Mm. Seems like it. Has he been killed but by he's great. He's has great he been killed that. by a predator? I think yes, he was killed by a predator in Predator 2. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. So he's in the same camp as um, Lance Henriksen. Henriksen, where he's been killed by a predator, an alien, and a Terminator. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, yeah. That's pretty sweet. I think they're the only two. There might be one more, but... Mm. No. No? That's no. it. Yeah, yeah. Email in if you've been killed by a predator, an alien, and a Terminator. Not in, not one of them, because no. I don't care. But if you've been killed by all three, <laughs> let us know. Thank you. 
Speaking of characters, Mason, people yep. say often CGI makes up many characters in films. No one's ever said that. The only people who have said that are like people in DreamWorks documentaries, like DreamWorks animation documentaries, and nobody watches those, and if they do, they don't believe that. Well, they, the How to Train Your Dragon again is coming again. Oh, okay, cool. Okay, so are we going to talk about the mimics? Yeah, I'm talking about monster design, yeah. Uh, it was okay? Yeah. I like the kind of erratic kind ofness, but they didn't yeah. really seem to have a... Physical form? Yeah. They didn't have a lot of impact. Yeah. We talked about things being visceral, I think, last episode or episode before that. Yeah. No, they didn't... There wasn't a lot of blood. No. And I guess maybe that's to keep a PG-13 rating in the yeah. US or whatever. But yeah, they didn't... I, I thought their movement was... Like, they had... The yeah. movement was quite vicious Squ- and kind of... Squiddy. Yeah, it was squiddy. There's especially... There's a sequence towards the end... Yeah. ...involving a dropship and a whole bunch of them that, that is very... Oh, yeah. It's yeah, very yeah. them being chased by squiddies in The Matrix Reloaded. Yeah, or yeah. Yeah. But um, I think I thought the the humans versus mimic battle sequences, they, they were very kind of World War Two reminiscent, kind of D-Day reminiscent. And yeah. I thought... The effects were good. They didn't have a lot of personality. Yeah, I, monsters, I felt that really. as well. Kind of mm. a bit. They well, they served their purpose. Yeah, and yeah. they looked okay, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm, yeah. But yeah. Mm. Interesting. Yeah. Why were they called mimics? What are they mimicking? That's what I. That's a very good question. Yeah. That's what I wanted to ask you about. Well, let's go into spoilers then, so we can. Yeah. Oh, one more thing I wanted to say about the cast. That J squad, like the squad yeah, yeah. that Tom Cruise put into. I know they're supposed to be like they've all got personalities. But and they're terrible. They're yeah, horrible cliches. They're right? not endearing at all. No, like I was like, fuck had... these guys. <laughs> yeah, I think I think Kit Gurry's character was a little bit. Yep. He'll be, the Americans will find him very endearing. Yep, because he's got that lovely Australian accent. <laughs> but I think the rest were kind of cardboard cutouts. Yeah, yeah, you've got the fat guy party animal, and you've got the tough girl with the accent. Yeah, you know. Yep. They wanted a Vasquez from Aliens. That's they what that felt like. Blah. They wanted all yeah. those guys, so they had to put in, you know. But they all had they all had backstories where they were tragic figures or something, yeah. you know. Blah. Yeah, exactly. No, no good. Who cares? Yep. Um. Yeah. Spoilers, Mason. Let's talk spoilers. Let's talk spoilers. Okay. Let's um. Go ahead. I wanted to ask you. Okay. Basically, hang on. Let me think. I've got any non more spoiler stuff to say. You can always add it in. Oh yeah. Good point. With <laughs> editing, sure. <laughs> No, I mean, but you could just I talk just did about a radio whatever. thing just earlier. Oh, yeah, day. I forgot to, to ask uh, you about that. Um, and it was like a irreverent take on the news or whatever. Mm. And yeah, you can't edit. No. Panic types. <laughs> you got to make sure that everything counts. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We don't edit anything, though, do we? No, that's why I was straight off the straight <laughs> off the dome, straight into the iTunes. You know it. Okay, spoilers. Here we go. But the All ending right. is basically there is a big boss battle. Like there yeah, is there certainly is a boss a, battle. Uh, in any you have to get a thing game. to a place yep and defeat the boss with it with yeah. a thing yeah um and then you blow up that thing because then it I'm not explaining this well am I that creature well I've seen it so it doesn't matter that's true People Tom Cruise yeah exactly Tom Cruise had the reversing powers which yeah. he stole from the aliens and they're trying to get it back from him right and, but they and so they have to destroy the Amiga which is the brain and the power source of the aliens yeah but they can't do it they can't also kill the alpha because if they kill the alpha the alpha will get its powers back. Yes. Well, and and then it'll reverse time and it'll be curtains for everybody. So they have to destroy the Amiga without destroying the alpha. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And they do. Yeah. So, Huzzah! But that, to me, didn't make any sense. Well, you know what? First of all, I liked the fake out where it was yep. sending them fake a fake location yeah, yeah. and lured Tom Cruise to that dam. Yeah, yeah. And it was going to, like, mm. you know, get all... Weird and alien on him, yeah, yeah, absolutely. or whatever, which yeah. he'd love, you know. Yeah, but um, he would. That's true. Good boy. <laughs> I enjoyed that, but then at the end, when Tom Cruise died, yep. or whatever, and then it just went back to before he met Brendan Gleeson. Yeah, yeah. What was that? I don't know. 
That I, don't, yeah. I, I don't feel that was adequately explained. It was just kind of like, oh, you won, so you get a second chance. I think that was kind of it. Yeah. I think up until that point, like like I said, they built this mechanic and they stuck with it yeah. for the most part. So it didn't, you know, the idea that they have to go and destroy the Amiga without killing the Alpha, maybe it doesn't really make any sense. Like, why would killing the Alpha give it back its time travel powers or whatever? It doesn't yeah. really make any sense. But what happens is they establish that that was the rule and then they stuck to it. Yep. Until the end, which was fine. But again, after that, the fact that he was, you know, the, he died, he killed, yeah, he killed them, he killed the monster, and he gets a second chance at life. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. But it would make more sense if it just took him back to when he woke up on the bag. Yeah, it would, wouldn't it? Yeah. Why not just do that? Yeah. yeah. I guess they wanted to make put it back before he disgraced himself or whatever, and that was the idea. Yeah. Because you know how he kind of disgraced himself and then he threatened the general or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I was actually a little bit confused. So he doesn't arrive. So he does. He does arrive. It's it's not the same. It's not moments before he arrives in handcuffs. Yeah, it's it's way before that. Yeah, significantly before. Okay, and right. maybe it was because the timeline was altered. Maybe it's because he got more goop on him. Yeah, good point. Yeah. yeah. Now, what about this though? If yeah. he, he had get a lot more goop on, him, <laughs> he yeah. certainly so. did. If he had have stayed awake, yep. and lived through that day, yeah, would it would and then died say a week later? Would it have taken him back to that point? Or would it have just question. taken him back to the previous day? Don't know, mate. So, it's outside the scope of this podcast. What are we, the bloody time travel podcast? What are we, the linear men? Sweet DC reference there. Don't know them. Doesn't matter. Good. Yeah. They're just men who go forward in time at regular pace. Yeah, that's why they're so linear. They're too linear, if anything. Cool. What what's... are we, the time variance authority? Oh, what's that from? Time uh, cop? That's, no, that's Marvel. Oh. Yeah. Man, I'm not good at comics, am I? What are we, Doctor Who, from the television serial at Doctor Who? His name is Doctor Who, is it? Correct, as well? that's right, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I wanted to ask you about the Emily Blunt thing. Okay. I felt like it was building towards, and Matt, I think I even saw this in a trailer, that she started to remember him. Right, okay, Because there right. were scenes where she's kind of looking at him like... Yeah, yeah. She was about to say something or remember right, something. okay. Did you feel like that was going to happen? And when she was kind of... She did kind of take a back step, and I thought it would have been revealed that she was could remember bits and pieces of him. Ah, like okay. in the movie Paycheck with John Woo. Right, right, right. No, see, I, I didn't pick up on that. Okay. Um, And I think it's probably for the better that they... I, it's entirely possible that that was in there, mm. and then they took it out, and I think that's probably for the better. Yeah. I actually think it kind of worked that... Because the, these movies always try and shoehorn in a love story. At the end, everybody makes out or whatever, and it's the they best. They did make out. Yeah, sort of. They, they did. Kissed, no, they kissed once. But boy, what a kiss. Yeah, boy. But that was more like... We're probably going to die, so yeah. here's the last bit of human contact before we die kind yeah. of thing. That's what I thought. But I thought it, 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 rather than kind of shoehorning that in, I thought it worked much better that it was sort of this one-sided romance where Tom Cruise was slowly falling in love with his character uh, and she had no idea. Yeah. I mean, she would, have had the, she would have had the concept that maybe that sort of thing was happening. Yeah. You know, because you, you know, he's returned to life a thousand times or whatever. Yeah. But that he was slowly learning all these things about her and falling in love with the person that she was. And he and she really had like a couple of hours with him, and so she had no idea. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. It's like 50 first, first dates. It is like 50 first dates. <laughs> They've just rolled in another movie. <laughs> yeah, also, yeah. So okay. I also loved his magical remote control that let him <laughs> rev- do all sorts of crazy stuff. We should do an episode on that Adam Sandler, Sandler movie where he goes to Africa. It's called Blended. Oh, that's It's currently yeah. out is that in out? Yes, it is out. Okay. Why is it called Blended? Might be a race thing. It's probably a race <laughs> I thing. I don't know, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. 
I don't really think it's a race thing. Yep. Please don't assume that I'm racist. Well, do it's fine. Yeah, I, I don't really have anything else to say about it. I, I think it's I, I enjoyed Oblivion more. Right. Okay. Maybe because I expected less of Oblivion, but mm. not that this was bad in any sense. But I liked the, a lot of people hated Oblivion, said it was boring. Fair enough. Uh-huh. And I haven't gone back and watched it. Yep. But I liked the slow burn of Oblivion. See, I haven't seen Oblivion, but. Uh, I somebody said recently that the things that he fights are more like they have they have a weird sinister personality and they're yeah. they're like compelling because it's like weird kind of iPod drone creatures or yeah, something but they yeah. have this weird sinister yep. personality to them that's quite yep. off putting or whatever absolutely and yeah. that the somebody was saying that that has they have more unique personality than the mimics in this film. Yeah. So maybe they're, they're a more interesting antagonist. Sure. Yeah, okay. and, I, and I would agree with that. It, it is, it, it could probably, you could probably shave 10 minutes out of that movie, but mm-hmm. I found it was more an interesting premise. Not that this wasn't, and I did enjoy it. Yep. It's, it's your standard kind of summer blockbustery kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. It felt like something more that you would get in the mid-2000s to early 2000s than you would get now. Right, yeah. Because you don't really see this kind of stuff that much anymore. That's true, it? yeah. It's more kind of like your superhero franchises yeah, or, yeah. or whatever. Throwback. Throwback. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Throwback Thursday. That's what it is. What's that? It's when you post a, like an old photo of yourself on Facebook or whatever. Is that a thing? Twitter. Yeah, it's a thing. You should do it. Nah. <laughs> do you do it? No. <laughs> then why should I do it? Well, you know, do as I say, not as I do. <laughs> okay, fair point. Yeah. What did you? What are your final verdict though, Mason? Oh, given the choice between best movie ever and worst movie yeah. ever. Yeah. I'd say best movie ever. Yeah. Yeah, got a, you know... Got a nice uh, bit of Tom Cruise in there. Yep. I always enjoy a bit of Tom Cruise. Emily Blunt was great. Yep. Yeah. I'd, I'd agree with that. I'd uh-huh. say best movie ever. I will probably never watch this again. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. yeah. Let's leave it as the best movie ever for, <laughs> for all time and never go back to it. Yeah. It's fine. It's, it does what it does. And I hope it, I think strong word of mouth because I think it's sitting pretty well on Rotten Tomatoes. Uh-huh. I think it's going to stay around for a little bit longer. Cool. Um, but then there's probably something coming out next week. How to Train Your Dragon again. That's right. <laughs> yep. So that'll, that'll probably... It won't be number one. That's what I'm no, never. That's true. <laughs> never. Do you, does that mean it's the end for Tom Cruise films? No, not at all. I'm sure he's got another one in the pipeline. Should I look that up real quick to see? If Please do. One? I'm going to look it up. See if there's another Tom Cruise movie in the pipeline. Okay, you ready? You ready for this? Always. No, 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 no. He'd be doing a Mission Impossible, wouldn't he? Uh will he? Yeah, he's doing five. Oh, okay. Well, that's probably it then. Upcoming projects. Eight upcoming projects. Jack Reacher two. Well, Jack Reacher. <laughs> uh Top Gun two. Top Gun two. Yeah. Oh, uh, okay. It's well, about drones or something. Yeah, yeah. There's another Van Helsing film coming out. Yeah, that's weird, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. You know, actually, and I thought this is just a side note mm. to Edge of Tomorrow. I thought it was interesting in this film that you see him being really short. Yeah, like he's not short for like he's not short for Hollywood standards. He's like five nine or whatever. I think he's like it says here he's five seven. Okay, well that's you know still. But there's a you know a lot of people in Hollywood are like six six two yeah. or whatever. Yeah, a lot, I, a lot of people I guess have always assumed he had a complex about being really short or yeah. whatever. But you see him in a lot of. But scenes. now he has a complex about people thinking he has a complex about. Oh, it. so he's <laughs> right. So he has to reverse that. But yeah, I thought it was interesting that you see him in a lot of scenes, like especially when he's you know oh, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm this new recruit in this powered armor situation like they'd be all be marching in the powered armor and he's clearly the shortest one yeah I thought that was interesting okay I didn't even notice that yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. that power armor didn't really bring anything though like you said did yeah. you think it was a I didn't even think it was a particularly interesting design no not really yeah, yeah. but like but I, you said it, it was a minor thing yeah and it was a minor thing it was more I think it was more the idea of well you can't send just a regular guy into the front lines because he'd be immediately killed 
Yeah. But if we add this conceit that just even regular guys can operate this power arm and become proper soldiers, mm. you know, then then the idea is then we can throw Tom Cruise in the front lines. Yeah. Yeah. Fair point. Yeah. So Mission Impossible Five. Actually, looking looking yeah, forward to that. Yeah, me too. like four. The guy who did Jack Reacher though, which yeah. I haven't seen. Uh huh. Brad Bird, I think, made the best in Mission Impossible, which was the last one. Yeah. yeah. Mm. But yeah. He's doing other stuff, Mason. Huh. Tomorrowland, I think. Or is that John Favreau? I think it's him. Okay. Doesn't matter. Yeah. Is there another Incredibles film coming out? There is. Yeah. yeah. That was my favorite one. Me too. Oh, no. You liked Cars too. No, that's not true. <laughs> not true. I like the Cars spin-off planes. <laughs> that one where they tried to pretend that it was a Pixar film and it wasn't. Yeah. Jerks. Mm-hmm. All right. There we go, Mason. Great stuff. I think we reviewed the hell out of that film. We'll talk about this briefly again next year when we talk about Mission Impossible 5. Hooray! <laughs> Alright, you know what it's time for? What we read and what we're gonna read. I'm doing the thing. What are we reading today? <laughs> you know it. I'm gonna read All You Need Is Kill. Yeah, I think I'm so. see what it's like. Sure. Unless it's an actual novel. Or in which case I've got zero. Yeah. <laughs> okay, here's the deal. If I can find a free PDF version of it on the internet that's been translated in English well <laughs> and it's short, I'll probably maybe give it a go. If it's a manga, I'll give it a go. If it's if it's in Japanese, obviously I'm not going to read it. If it's in English, but you're bloody racist, mate. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> if it's in English, but I like, read the first sentence and the syntax is quite poor, I'm put, I'm putting it down again. Okay. If I have to pay for it, I'm not listening. I'm not reading it. So. <laughs> There's a lot of provisos on this, but I'm. It sounds to me like you're not going to read I'm it. Probably not. This section read. isn't called "What We Not Going to Read," Mason. No, it is. I changed it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, then there you go. Yeah. Well done. Yeah. Thanks. I'm, what are you not going to read? The Bible. Nice. <laughs> no, I'm not, what I'm going to read this week is... Josh Smith recommended this, and this ties into time travel. Mm-hmm. He's from England. Now, he loved us talking about Looper and Days of Future Past in relation to time travel. Uh-huh. Um, he challenges us to watch the movie Primer. Oh, I've heard about Primer. I've been meaning to watch this for ages. Apparently, it's, apparently it's a very realistic take mm, as heavy. far as, yeah, as yeah. you can get. It's hard sci-fi. Yeah. None oh. of this silly sci-fi that we normally... No. With, our, with the mimics and our... <laughs> Squiddies and so forth. That's it. Yeah. Apparently, it's it, you really got to focus. And I think yeah, I've yeah. said this before. When I watch things a lot of the time, I'm like I'm on my phone. I'm editing a video. I'm doing whatever. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like, so I'm gonna have to sit down and watch this properly. Mm, yeah. I've been meaning to watch it for ages. So I'm gonna try mm. and give that a watch this week. Okay. Challenge accepted, Josh. Yeah. You're Let me know how that goes. <laughs> you do. You do not accept. I'll get to it eventually. Sure. I've got to watch all those episodes of Game of Thrones. <laughs> oh, that's right. All 40 episodes. Mm. I've also got here Fargo, because people keep saying, watch Fargo, I want to watch Fargo. So, yeah. Mm. There you go. That's what we're reading for this week. There we go. Uh, What else? By the way, Broad City, people are recommending also Orange is the New Black. Oh, yeah. Which I haven't seen in Broad City. Okay, cool. Apparently, you know, female-led kind of shows, which are really good. Great. Also, a few people uh, emailed and said they loved that Darth Vader ghost prison story from last week. So, yeah. Did you make that a video? You did. I did. Fantastic. Tell you what. We should ask Lucasfilm for money or something. We yeah. probably made them like we are four pro- bucks. Four bucks at least. <laughs> we are promoting a lot of their average properties for, <laughs> for no remuneration. That's a good one though. That's a good Lucasfilm property. So yeah, there you go, Mason. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, we've got some emails, some listener emails for this week. I'm ready to hear them. Nah, let's just... Yeah, skip them. Fuck it. Nah, let's do it. We've yeah. got some good ones. Um, this is from Austin Singleton. Mm-hmm. Hey guys, I'm getting married Saturday, which was yesterday, oh. Sunday. Wonder if I can get a shout out. Shout out? <laughs> Wait <laughs> a second, one. Well, maybe this is a trap. 
I want to hear the rest of it. I'm going to murder my wife on our honeymoon. Oh, shout out. <laughs> no, I'll be on my honeymoon when the podcast comes out, but I will download it on my phone and listen to it on the plane. I don't miss an episode. Thank you. Keep up the good work, guys. Or from Austin Singleton, but I've got here brackets. Austin More like wedding. T- oh, I was going to say married. Yeah, term. nice. <laughs> nice. Good you work. son of a bitch. You got it on my joke. Sorry. That's all right. You did the best one. Okay. <laughs> Well, I'd, yeah, I'd have to think about Hopefully it. Hopefully the rest of these have, have pun, have pun <laughs> names as well. We can easily pun on. Yours is better, though, because you came up with that on the spot. I uh, wrote that down many hours ago. Right. Get ready and for there this, was just everyone. a montage of you just writing up, like, at a desk lamp, just a desk <laughs> with a lamp over you and just scribbling down. And then, no, and you're just scrunching up the paper and throwing it in the way. Just a photo of the, just a picture of the waste paper basket. It's just slowly filling up the paper and just overfilling. <laughs> uh, this one's from uh, Dean B from Liverpool. Uh-huh. Liverpool. Uh, yeah. That's where one of the most famous bands in the world are from. Red Hot Chili yeah. Peppers. I was going to say um, Dick Van Dyke, the chimney sweep. <laughs> but go ahead. He was wondering, uh, maybe we should have an outro at the end of our episode, right? Uh-huh. Like, the like because it just cuts off abruptly, which it does. Because the YouTube videos, what I do for the Weekly Planet, he says, I end with a the theme. Yep. And he said, maybe we could use that or request a new one. Brackets, he's saying, he ain't going to do one. Which is fair enough. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I wouldn't require I wouldn't require anyone to do one. Quite frankly, I'm amazed anyone's made it to the end of any of these episodes. <laughs> it says best wishes from Scalsland. Ooh. Try the Scouse accent if you like. Don't couldn't no, even. Don't try to. I'll research it and I'll approach it later. My no. my Liverpool accent is um Jack Black's Liverpool accent from Walk Hard, the film. Yeah, okay. Where, he, where he's Paul McCartney is he? Yeah, in that. Yeah. So there you We're go. the Beatles, the four Beatles. Yeah, that bit, yeah. Us, the four Beatles. Beatles. I'm Ringo, I'm here to have fun. That's not bad, right? <laughs> Pretty good. Okay. Who um, can disprove us except anybody who lives there? <laughs> all right. Ian Jacko Jackson. I added the Jacko. Mm-hmm. That's all right. Yeah, it's good, right? It's got a good old-fashioned Aussie nickname. He wants to start a Death's Head campaign, Mason. And oh, I, I saw this on Twitter. And yeah. you were like, you want to, you yeah. want to say something about you this. Want him you want to veto it? Is that no, right? I don't want to veto it. The idea is, you know, we're going to probably going to see a lot of bounty hunters in sure. the new Star Wars films. Mm. Uh, you know, Disney owned Marvel now, so throw in Death's Head in that group. He, he doesn't have to get a speaking role. He doesn't have to, you know, anything like that. But just have him in the background, just shooting some stuff, shooting some stuff, hitting somebody with an axe. You know, does he do that? Yeah, he's got an axe. Sweet. He's got his arms come off, his hands come off, and he can put, like plug in a gun or an axe or whatever. I have a question for you. Rum ready. If he takes both his arms off, how I think does he... he can only take one arm off. I was going to say, yeah. how does he and get he put them the both other back one on? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, yeah, probably wedges it in a door and like... probably wedges it in a door. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So he says, if if you want to see the Death's Head cameo, and I know Ralph from uh, Cake Boss, yeah, yeah, is um would be on board. Friend for that. of the show. Friend of the show. Also, we should plug his podcast. I was just going to say, yeah, he does. Well, I've been meaning called... to do this, and I forget every week. Sorry, Ralph. Yeah, yeah, it's uh, he's he's got a podcast called uh, Movie Mandate. Yeah, where he goes on a mandate, and they have like a drink that's related to the film. Super fun. Yeah, yeah, yeah. check yeah. it out. Yeah. All right. Oh yeah, that that hashtag is Star. He's been a big boost to the show. Thanks, Ralph. I know. He's if good... you are listening, maybe he doesn't listen this far <laughs> either. <laughs> Who would? No. Hashtag Star Wars Death's Head cameo. Cool. So hit that up. I'm ready. Yeah. And maybe put it chuck in a hashtag Star Wars in there, so it will get directly to um, the Star Wars um. Twitter feed. Yeah, yeah. Jose Peralta. You're familiar with him? Friend of the, Friend the show. Of the show. Absolutely, yeah. Great bloke. Last week we announced Daxon as the official Spider-Man and he wrote in and said, can I be the official Mexican Batman? Yeah. Go for it. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> yes, Go you nuts. can. Yeah. You can be of all nations. Yeah, yeah. Don't even... You know what? At this point, forward guys, if you want to be the official 
blank of whatever, you don't even have to request it. Just let us know you are. <laughs> yep. And I'm okay with that. It sounds great. Yep, that's the it. more official things we've got, the better. That's right. Yeah. That's it. I, I say, you know, it's it's better to uh Love yeah. have lost than to not have loved at all. Well that, but also I was gonna say it's best it's better to it's easier to ask for forgiveness than require permission or that's whatever the true. hell they say. Yeah. Exactly. So just say you are, it's fine. That's right. Mm. Love an official thing. Well done, everyone. Yeah. Um, now, I just wanted to acknowledge this. Um, Zeth, uh, sorry, Seth. The traditional owners of our land. Yes, that's right. Right. <laughs> Seth Zelitsky. Yep. Um, he sent in a really genuinely nice email that I'll show you after. Uh-huh. It's just, he didn't ask for a shout out or anything. He didn't ask a question, but he just said some really. What's his game? Nothing. That's mm. it. He just said it was just a really nice email. The internet's ruined me for just people <laughs> doing nice things. What does he want? <laughs> but it was just. It was a really nice one. It's just a nice email to read. I'm not going to read it out because it's kind of it's it's a bit self-serving because he basically says how much he loves the show and he appreciates and whatever. So I'm not going to go through it because I don't want to, you know, yep. I'm too cynical for that. <laughs> but I just want to say I really appreciate it and uh, thank you. Thanks, Seth. buddy. Cool. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mason, this I is didn't it. write you an email. What are you? Oh, okay. Continue. <laughs> I wanted to uh, talk about. Some reviews that we got okay. on uh, iTunes. Yes. Thank you to those people who do that, by the way. Yeah, If you absolutely. could review on iTunes, that'd be great. We're getting, we're getting up there. We Now, if you go to like, the iTunes page of some like big movies podcasts, yeah, yeah. sometimes we're featured like underneath and stuff, which is pretty, pretty cool. They're clawing our way to the top. We'll you bring know. them down. <laughs> we won't get to the top. We'll bring them further down. That's the point. That's the, point, That's yeah. the whole point of this. Thank you. So, I want to read a couple of... Uh, a couple of um, Reviews, Mason. Okay, ready. Uh, this one, or parts of it anyway, this one's from uh, Grant Tail. Uh-huh. Um, it's from May 24th. Basically said, he talks about how he, in, you know, he enjoys the show and whatever and, and, and et cetera, et cetera. And then, you know, it's like, you know, sitting around, like listening to your friends talk about stuff like that, which I guess is the kind of vibe we're trying to go for, I right? So, I yeah. guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah. No, I prefer to be just like lecturing people about stuff. <laughs> Listen, idiots. No. I, I just don't understand when people try to really formal, formalize their podcast and be like, oh. hello, it's the show, and welcome this to this week. We're going to just fucking just talk like people talk. Right. Idiot. Yeah. Anyway, that's what I'm saying. Um, Next week, we're just going to rag on other people's podcasts. <laughs> we're going to play a clip and then be like, listen what you're doing wrong. Come on, idiots. It also, he also says, he adds at the end, it's also hilarious, although they are a bad influence on me because when my wife asked me to go to uh, the- My wife? <laughs> Sorry. You know what? I think you're allowed one of those a year. Okay. And that was mine. And that's mine also, is it? Because I was in the room. Is that how that works? Yes, it is. Yeah. Oh, I want yeah. one. Can I do the Bruno one? Okay, you can do the Bruno. I'm super gay. Or what's his catchphrase? I don't know. That was it, yeah. Cool. I don't think I've seen that movie. Me neither. Hmm, okay, there you go. Good on him. <laughs> Although they are a bad influence on me because my wife asked me to go to the Archibald... <laughs> you son of a bitch. That's for next year. <laughs> My wife asked me to go to the Archibald Prize exhibition and I ended up in the doghouse for saying, fuck art. <laughs> Great stuff. <laughs> Solid work. You remember, I think I think it was me, maybe. Yeah, you said was, that yeah. very early on. Yep. That I said comics, or well, we said comics for nerds and fuck art or whatever. Yeah. I remember, uh, most people obviously got that, but I remember there was one guy who was like, these guys don't even like comic books. They said fuck art. <laughs> like, obviously we don't. <laughs> but isn't that incredible? I love how uh, that sprung to his mind. And he, yeah. and he, I'm sorry you got in the doghouse, uh, Grant Taylor. At the same time, if you got a, you got a, if you got something in your head, you should express that. He went out guns blazing, yeah, and I respect right. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, also, this one actually is directed specifically to you. Okay. Um, it says best podcast ever. And then it says Mason, continue your lack of interest in all things comics or movies. <laughs> Woo! Challenge accepted. <laughs> 
<laughs> so yeah, there you go. They're pretty good. So thank you for all there the must, There's so many people who listen once and they're like, why doesn't he know anything? <laughs> Like, and I, I fully made like I know some stuff. Yeah, but the, the memory's a bit scrambled at this point. Like I'm sure most of the stuff I say is wrong, but I say it with conviction. You, do, I believe you. Yeah, I'm cool with it. Yeah, I feel like though we both bring different things to the table. Uh-huh. Like I read you, moving use, and you brought me that cup of tea, <laughs> and I did bring you that cup of tea. Mm-hmm. And you have this weird knowledge of weird comic things that I don't have that you may or may not even have. Sometimes just... <laughs> I'm making it up. Yeah, who's to say? So there you go. Mm. That's a trip for this week, mate. It's a bit of a short one. We're we're a bit short of an hour ten, which is um, yeah, but that's That's still that's still a good listen. You can you know be on the be on the bus, be on a bus, be in your limo. I don't know what your socioeconomic (laughs) status is. You know, either of those. Do you want to maybe next week if there's not a big movie out, maybe we'll do a Doctor Strange one. Okay, cool. Talk about Doctor Strange and the powers up uh, that be. Yeah, I got to really brush up my Doctor Strange then. Yeah, I have a motto: Go tease, best wizard. He's one of the best wizards, yeah. certainly. So he goes back and forth. Sometimes he's the best wizard. Sometimes he's nearly the best wizard. Ah. Yeah. Like we're nearly the best podcast. Correct. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> so one of the top 40,000 wizards. <laughs> All right. So I guess that's the show. That is the show. Thank you, Mason. Thank you, James, <laughs> <Okay>. junior editor. <laughs> See you guys next week. Bye. Oh, yes. one more thing. I'm doing a video. Uh, I did a video on top. Star Wars movie ideas or whatever. I just did, I think, three or four, and I'm going to do a few of them. It's my, all of them are taken from last week's podcast. So if you listen to that, you don't really need to watch it. Yeah. <laughs> but there'll be clever little animations, probably. No. Nah, yeah. Very little effort, but great thumbnail. You yes. saw it. Yeah, that draws people right in. Yeah. You know also, it. thank you to your dog for sitting there the entire hour and not assaulting us. I love this dog. I know. <laughs> all right. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys. Bye. Outro theme Friends leaving the room together What a show, what a memory (coughs) I hope nobody turns out to anything